to the book of Luke and find yourself in the 12th chapter. And I believe I'm going to go from verse 1 to 5. Should be open on the phone. And if it's not, I know how to get it open. Glory to God. Keep playing. I like that right there. I like my background. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. And I'm going to do something a little bit different today. I am going to come from the Common English Bible. And what that means is some Common English. It's Bibles for dummies. Anybody, any dummies in the room? Sometimes I need some dummying down for the Bible for me to get it. Hallelujah. And let me tell you something. The description of this particular chapter says, Warning to Jesus' friends. Oh God. So I don't know what we're going through, folks. But, uh, we about to get some warnings. Hallelujah. Bring it down just a little bit lower, but keep playing. Because I want to play a wide read description. It says, When a crowd of thousands upon thousands had gathered so that they were crossing each other, Jesus began to speak first to his disciples. I don't know about you, but as I saw the celebrations and the folks that were salty, Ha. When our president-elect became president-elect, it sounded like this scripture right here. Thousands upon thousands of people on top of each other. And though I saw many masks, I did see some folks without masks. But here in today's scripture, it says, when a crowd of thousands upon thousands had gathered so that they were crutching each other, Jesus began to speak first to his disciples. Understand that Jesus will speak to us first. He will give us a warning before the destruction. Well, He says, watch out for the yeast of the Pharisees. I mean the mismatch between their hearts and their lives. And just in case that wasn't doubly down enough for you. Let me break it down just a little bit more. Stop eating everybody's bread. Everybody's bread isn't made right. Some folks ain't using enough yeast. Some folks ain't using enough sugar. Some ain't using enough oil. Some ain't using enough a lot of things. And he says, I mean the mismatch between their hearts and their lives. And see, what we need to understand, get ready, your toes about to start getting cracked. Some of us is just like these Pharisees. Our hearts aren't matching our lives. We say we love Jesus. We say we serve Jesus. We say we are saved. We say we are Christians. And we say that that's our heart. 
But is your heart matching the life that you lead? Jesus goes back down and says in that second verse, Oh, you really about to get messed up now. So you know what I'm just going to say to y'all right now? Is everybody just say, ouch, Pastor. Ouch, Pastor. Sister Stephanie, the only one that said it. Everybody say, ouch, Pastor. He said it too. Nothing is hidden that won't be revealed. Well. And nothing is secret that won't be brought out into the open. Hello, somebody. Well. Therefore, whatever you have said in the darkness will be heard in the light. And whatever you have whispered in the rooms deep inside the house will be announced from the rooftops. I tell you, my friends, don't be terrified by those who can kill the body, but after that can do nothing more. I'll show you whom you should fear. Fear the one who after you have been killed, has the authority to throw you in hell. Indeed, I tell you, that's the one you should fear. The word of the Lord is blessed. Amen. I don't know if you got it, but um. Well, see, some of us is living some double lives. And then we get mad. When the light comes to the darkness you were doing, understand that the word is saying that everything done in darkness comes to light. See, you thought you was getting away with it. You thought that you had it under control. And if you truly understand that God sees every single thing that you're doing, when you laying up with somebody else's wife and you laying up with somebody else's husband, when you sitting up here and you're, and you're drugging and you're alcoholing and you're lying and you're just being a whole hot mess. When you're being lazy. When you have the opportunity to speak up and do right. And yet you told and you allow things to happen. That's why I said I was getting on your toes because it got on mine first. We got alcohol to help you and some band-aids too. Right. <laughs> what is done in the dark? It will come to light. Won't come to light. Yeah. And let me explain something to you. I don't care how dark you are. The light still shines. What he looking at? I don't care how light you are. You can't hide in the light. And one thing I know about God, the Bible is right, and it says that we shall reap what we sow. So when we sow mess, when we sow garbage, when we sow sin, understand there's a harvest that has to come forth from your sowing. Sowing lies if you want to. Guess what is going to come back to you? And a lot of times we get mad when it comes back to us, Brother Duran. We go on the crying and, oh God, somebody pray for me. And I don't even know why this is happening to me. I know why. I do. You sat up there and lied on your brother. 
God saw it and heard it. You had the opportunity to stand up for right and see right, and you sat down there and just listened to the mess and became a messy mess singing in the piggy slop. And God saw you. And see, I'm one of those folks, and I mean this from my heart. And this is where ghetto pastor come in. This is from where she came from. Don't tell me about what she said about me. Tell me what you said when she said it. And why they felt comfortable enough to talk to you about that? Sorry. Yes, Sister Stephanie. Why was they so comfortable to come to you? Why was they so comfortable to share mess? You will reap what you sow. Yes, we do. A lot of us are going through the situations that we're going through right now because we're reaping. It's harvest time for the mess we did. It's harvest time. But see, the thing about the God that I serve, that I love, Brother John, let me tell you something. Even in my reaping of what I sow, I can get on my knees and I can say, God, forgive me. Yeah. And see, I know that I still got to go through some things. But you know what? He gave me the strength to get through it. See, some of us got some things that we got to go through that we can't get away from. And some of us think, and let me talk to folks in uh, whatever that is, land, Facebook land. Some of y'all think y'all got away with some stuff. And it may seem like it. But let me tell you something. Some of the things you sown is going to be weeped on your children and your children's children and their children's children and your children's children. And you're going to wonder why your baby is hurting. Why is your baby crying? Why does it feel like your baby just can't get a break? And it's because of what you sown. So we need to get to a point. Because Bishop says this a lot, that we stop apologizing for stuff. Wait a minute, what do you mean I'm not supposed to apologize? No, you need to repent. You need to be godly sorry for the stuff that you're doing and stop doing it. See, what happens when an apology is, I say I'm sorry, but I'm probably going to do it again. But when I'm godly sorry for something that I've done, I'm going to do my best not to do it again. Because, see, godly sorry comes from your heart and your spirit. Is there anybody in the house besides me that ever just said sorry to get somebody off your back? To get them off your back? Because I didn't really want to say it. Oh, oh, okay. I tell the story all the time. About my sister. Y'all heard this story a bunch of times. And our old pastor, God rest his soul was talking out of the side of his mouth to my sister. And I didn't like it. And I was a teenager. And I shouldn't have said what I said. But guess what? I said what I said. 
And I'm at what I meant. And it is what it was and what it was going to be. So when I heard him mistreating my sister, what came out of my mouth, and I knew I was going to get a beating when I got home, Brother John, but it was worth it to me. I knew I was going to be on punishment day, but it was worth it to me. I looked him in his face. Shut up, old man, and leave my sister alone. Don't tell her nothing. Get away from my sister. Period. We wasn't saying period back then, but it would have been a period put on that. Period back then. That's exactly what we were saying. Point blank period. And he was a West Indian man and got mad. And I was like, mm, I wish you would. You better leave my sister alone. That's right. Now, first of all, that's a fool. I'm going against a grown man and I'm a 15 year old kid, but I was going against a grown man, Janet. I didn't mind. Because you just wasn't going to talk to my sister all kind of way. Period. Too. And so, Brother Jerron. They went and told Nana what it said. And I think she did smack me, I don't remember. She didn't. But she did yell at me and told me I had to go and apologize. That's what she made you do. <sighs> Apologizing when you didn't want to. You see the difference between apology and repentance? I apologized. <laughs> I didn't apologize, I apologized. And the apology went something like this, and Sister Stephanie can tell you whether I'm lying or not. She ain't. My mama said I had God, you kind of remind me of him, except for the fact that you're too tall, but that face kind of reminds me. My mother said I had to come and apologize to you. So I'm sorry. But I really ain't sorry for nothing I said. But since my mother told me I had to say I'm sorry. I'm sorry? That's what a lot of us do with our apologies. What you sorry for? Why waste your breath? It's time to repent. Be godly sorry from your heart and your spirit. I told y'all earlier this morning, for those that were here, there is nothing that we go through that's not already in the Bible. So as we look at here in Luke 12, and they're sitting up here and they're saying, don't be like the Pharisees. Let your heart and your life mirror each other. Don't lie. Let your heart and your life mirror each other. When you look in the mirror, one of the things about the mirror is that the mirror will show you all your flaws. You could have thought your face was beat to the gods. But you sat up here and got that mirror out and saw there was a little crack and a little sleepy still in your eye with that black eyeliner. So now you look crustified. Your heart needs to mirror the life that you're leading. So that what you're seeing is in your heart, your life needs to show that. And I'm not going to sit here and act like this is an easy thing. Because guess what? It's not. 
It's not. This ain't easy. This road is hard. Yes, Jesus helps us to get through it, but this is a hard road. Because we're flesh. And, you know, the southern folks used to say the flesh is a mess. And it is. My flesh says when you come for me, and I didn't send for you, I need to not come for you. But God says, hold your peace. Do you know how hard it is to hold your peace? When everything on the inside makes you want to knock somebody straight out. But God said, hold your peace. The hill side our battles. Why do we think that we can do better than God does? Why do you think that you have this thing in control? Why do you think that you're above everything when God is in control? God is in control. And I know that today's message is a little bit different. It's been a long time since I've had the musicians to play under me the whole time, but I wanted them to play under me. Number one, you never know what around us is going to sound like, and I didn't want to get distracted. But one thing I do know is that when people hear music, they tend to pay attention just a little bit more. And don't let it be a whole vibe. Because when it's a whole vibe, they really get into it. Heads start going. And they be like, yeah, you heard what she said? Yeah, she right, y'all. She right. But it's time out for playing church. It's time as the true Christians that we stand up for what is right. Alanda Draper had an old song, God rest his soul, he's gone, and I'm done right now, Brother Jerome. But there was an old song that said, stand up for right, join in the fight, be a soldier for Jesus. And Bishop, daddy to most of y'all, brother to a lot of y'all, big brother, little brother, all of it to everybody this we all related in here somehow, somewhere. It is what it is. His cousin Mike was the organist. You know, I tell you, that was a bad boy from Amanda Draper. You remember Mike? That's Bishop's cousin. Bishop's cousin. First cousin. Blood. You look at him with them big old heads, you can see they related. They both got them heads. Bless the Lord. But Michael was anointed. And every time I heard that song, stand up for stand up for right. Join in the fight. Be a soldier for Jesus. It's time for us to start being some soldiers. We gotta stand up for what is right. And before you can stand up for what is right, it's time for you to start living what's right.